May the sweet and pure presence of our Jesus heal your hearts and minds and ready you for action. Dear ones, moving into the unknowable and surrendering to Jesus can be quite a challenge. And we've had a rough week, or a rough two weeks. He understands your frame better than you do, and he's ready to woo his bride deeper and deeper into the profound peace of his heart. As he has said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. It's John 16.33 So after several days of correction and formation with the Lord, all he wanted to do was hold me and dance. By the way, Jesus is pure and a virgin, so put anything unclean about him out of your minds, please. Everything he does comes from a place of God's love and care for us, and there's not a speck of carnality. In this vision with him, I noticed my dress was a pale, muted raspberry color with puffy sleeves and a floor-length skirt. In every vision, he chooses what I am wearing, and he was wearing black slacks and a white shirt. For two days now, he has only wanted to dance with me, and how healing and comforting that has been. When you've had a hard lesson, it takes time to get over The Lord brings it to mind for several days because he doesn't want you to forget it. He never wants to have to repeat that lesson because it is terribly painful to him as well. So after a time dancing, I said, Lord, I'm here. Jesus began. Beloved, come to me ready to dance. When I have you in my arms and you're swaying to worship songs, I am in seventh heaven. That is a blissful state of appreciation that one of my poor ones longs to be in my embrace. Yes, there are indeed difficult times as you have seen, almost daily. In fact, the perfect day is a rare occasion. I bless you with an abundant protection and give you respite from the storm. But it is rare. And I give it to you so that you can clean up the damage and bask in the sun once again, allowing the peace from deep within to rise to the surface. That is the perfect day. As one of my brides said, I go from storms to rainbows and rainbows to storms amid songs of praise. She knew well the weight of sickness and pain yet she took everything with great equanimity. So steeped in my love for her that she often lost track of herself. This is where I'm taking those who wish to go, from storms to rainbows and rainbows to storms, lost in my love. I know it sounds poetic and impossible, but you've already been living this life to some degree. Many of my brides on the channel have also lived this life, and every day I'm drawing them deeper. It is a precious, precious grace to release oneself into my providential plan for your lives. That is why I will visit you with roses and gowns inlaid with precious pearls, 
because I love to adorn my brides with the fruits of their labors. I love for them to see how beautiful they have become in my eyes, because they said yes to me. You cannot live without these consolations, such as the frailty of your frame. From time to time you must dance with me and see how much I cherish our times together, how I wait for those times when I can finally shower my gratitude on you and give you but a tiny taste of the joys of being with me in heaven. That is why I call you to myself in this special kind of prayer, a time of joyous union and just savoring one another. I wanted that for you today. I wanted to refresh you and begin your healing and cleansing, not as a difficult task, rather as a joyous celebration. Yes, I love to celebrate our love be it dancing, walking in the forest, swinging from vines, or exploring the jewel mines, or riding our horses. All is so joyous to me and comforts my heart knowing that you are returning to the fray, rested and healed. My brides, I do not leave you without consolations. I will set your hearts on fire if you'll allow it. Oh, yes, Claire knows well that holy fire, but there are times when she gets up and runs from it, thinking that its intensity will overcome her faculties, and that perhaps her heart will burst with longing. Yes, I want to stretch your heart and fill them with such divine love that you will cease to exist, and only I on my throne and your heart will be there. That is what this whole Christian walk is about. You are becoming little Christs. You see, you all came from the heart of the Father with a perfect imprint of his being stamped upon your being. You came into this world carrying all that from the Father, but you descended into corruption, which had its effect on you until you no longer resemble us. He is the mole you were fashioned from, but the world took much of that beauty and destroyed it until you no longer resemble him. So we must begin to rebuild and polish the places that fit so perfectly in his bosom. Yes, this is what is taking place. You are being restored to your pristine purity and beauty. The filth and ugliness of this world is being removed the broken places restored, the rough places smoothed until you once again fit the heavenly mold from which you were taken. Oh, my doves, this indeed is a painful process because the fallen one has come into the world before you and designed the perfect environment to destroy your innocence and purity. Oh, how terribly he has taken what was good and pure and designed its downfall into the pits of desolation. And this is where I enter and pull you from the stinking mire of this world, bathe you in my blood, restore your innocence and beauty, and begin to retrain you again to resemble us. 
Such a painful process this is. Such a lonely process. But it must be accomplished, and there is no other way than through choice and consequence, suffering and joy. Yes, my heart longs to bring you joy every day, and I try. Believe me, I try. Sometimes, though, you're not paying attention, and you go right by my provision without even knowing it. But then when you have had your fill of the darkness, and your longing for truth and light, then I come and lift you up to my heart, tucking you safely away until you find your true meaning and purpose. And some of you, well, in truth, all of you are so lovely. Oh, how I wish you could see the beauty that will one day be yours as I am transforming you. I wish you could see who you truly were meant to be. But part of that involves who you truly have become now. And that is an ugly sight that not all can handle. But once you see where I'm taking you, once you catch a glimpse of yourself in my mirror, wearing the very exquisite garments I have woven, especially for you, once you catch sight of that, you will understand why all the suffering is necessary. And please understand, I took much of that suffering upon myself at Calvary, and what is left for you is the bare minimum of what you must do with the effects of my very own special grace to bring about the perfection I envision in you. So come to me in your trysting time. If you are my bride in the form of a woman, we will dance together. If you are my bride as a man, we'll sit on the cliffs of heaven and watch the gleaming fire from the throne. We'll sail on the lakes, climb on the mountains, and rest in hammocks where exotic birds live and bring their young for me to bless. We will roll in the sand with lions and playfully box the cubs, laughing and tumbling all the way. Heaven is now open to all who wish to go there. You have only to ask, Jesus, would you take me to heaven? Then when I come to you in prayer and extend my hand, take it, and I'll do all the rest. You know the rules of discernment. But would I give you a snake if you asked for a fish? Certainly not, especially after you've battled long and hard and overcome the wiles of the enemy. I know well how rough this journey is, and I know well how to heal you of your wounds and steady you for the next journey. I know well how to entertain you as my creatures, how to scale lofty mountains and rest in paradise, refreshing your soul. I know well how to form and prepare you, my brides. Come with me. Allow me to take you to places you've never dreamt of. Then when we come back to face the trials this earth is sure to bring, you will have strength for the battle. And that was the end of his message. Well, my precious heart dwellers, I have some recommendations for you. 
as far as music goes and the special dwelling prayer, which I do have some teachings on in my earlier videos. But first, I just want to encourage you, be well rested and alert. Coffee or tea or some kind of caffeine really helps when we get older and have trouble concentrating. I highly recommend that for mental clarity. A place where you can recline or even lay down if necessary. Comfort is very important. And something in your stomach, please, so you don't grow hungry in the middle of your time with him. Then I highly recommend some form of music that will put you in a very special state of relaxation, yet worshipful of God. I really love Julie True's new album, Spirit to Spirit, and I just bought most of her albums and put them on one playlist. Then I put that playlist on shuffle and repeat. I listen to her while I'm painting the portrait of Jesus, which, by the way, is not done yet. We still have the background and his shirt to go and other details. But just so you know, no songs that talk about your sins or faults or difficult things, and no rock and roll, just mellow, loving music. I also have a free album on our website, heartdwellers.org, Journeys Through the Beautiful Place, which is a very free-form and flowing album. Or you can put together your own playlist with tender-hearted songs, slower songs, something very contemplative, and put that on shuffle. Ezekiel and I have a few songs, such as his instrumental, The Bride, and my song, Come to Me, which was the Father singing to me in heaven during dwelling prayer. A note to our listeners. There is a difference between New Age music and the New Age religion. New Age music uses a lot of synthesizers, flowing sounds, chimes, uh, mystical-sounding instruments, etc., When this music is created by a Christian, even without the lyrics, it is coming from a pure source because Jesus works through his musicians and gives them these sounds. He knows what we need to relax and to be drawn into that special place with him. So I wouldn't recoil. One day I recoiled in horror when someone called my Journeys album New Age. Oh boy, I thought, nah, until I did some research and realized that's a genre of music, not a religion. And I want to say that when singers repeat a line many times, it is to relax and take you deeper into the meaning of the words, usually scriptural. It is absolutely not hypnotic. It is what the monks called Lexio Divinae. Meditation upon a verse of scripture or a precept from the Bible by just studying it over and over again, repeating it and listening between the lines for what the Lord is saying. It tends to put you in a state of rest and recollection in the very presence of God, not often some new age darkness. Then when you have a crisis in your life, 
Holy Spirit brings to mind that very verse to strengthen your heavenly perspective about what you're going through. So to clarify, New Age-styled music is not the same as New Age religion. A Christian can compose music to honor God that has very ethereal and angelic sounds in it to accompany your travels in heaven. After a while, the music will fade away anyway as the Lord shows you the wonders of heaven. You may even want to turn it off because it can become distracting, especially when he starts speaking with you. This, dear ones, is a new dispensation from heaven. Visits to the beautiful place where you can experience your homeland before you actually go there to live forever. The Lord knows how hard this earth is, and he's opened the heavens to us so that we can see the promise in the promised land. Jesus is waiting for you. His arms are open, and he has made the invitation. This will be a place of great strengthening as you ascend the rugged peaks of holiness. Holiness.